Well, we forgive you if you didn't know that this is Rai music. Back in the 80s and 90s, Rai became a worldwide phenomenon, but since then, well, the style has been all but forgotten outside of North Africa and France. The story of Rai actually dates back to the early 20th century in the port city of Oran. The lyrics dealt with everything, from the problems of unemployment to forbidden love affairs. It was music of the streets. Century after its beginning and 20 years after its international heyday, Rai continues to thrive throughout North Africa and among the large North African diaspora in France. But with a twist. The back-and-forth relationship with neighbors in Paris banlieues or suburbs has produced a new Rai style full of gleeful auto-tuning and synthesizers, Rai and B. Out of the same environment, during the Algerian civil war, came Gnawa Reggae, connecting Sufi trance music to the message and style of Bob Marley. Also formed during this period of turmoil was the Berber folk-influenced North African metal scene. Hello, Georges Collinet here on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. In this edition, Borderless Sounds, the new North Africa. Situated between Europe, the Middle East and the Sahara, North Africa is a region with major political importance, as the so-called Arab Spring rebellions of 2011 made clear. North Africa also has deep cultural ties to larger African and African diasporic communities. For a region of such immense importance, its culture is often poorly understood. On today's program, we will explore this multifaceted culture, seeing how the roots of North African music travel to Paris and Montreal and meld in interesting ways with Jamaican, American and Scandinavian styles. Along the way, we'll hear a live performance from Kabil Mandol player Hamid Ushen and check out the Shahabi revival. To start things off, here is a brand new Ryan B track from Sheb Hisham called Jabouli les photos. <laughs> Je suis 
Hishem comes from Oran in Algeria's northwest. Oran is the birthplace of Rai and of the genre's king. Khaled, partially responsible for Rai's immense popularity around the world in the 80s and 90s, Khaled now lives in Luxembourg and maintains superstardom in France and throughout North Africa. Long-time Afropop listeners surely know one of his biggest hits, Diddy, from national ascendancy, Khaled was still on the cutting edge of the Rai scene. He appeared on Ryan B. Fever, the compilation that established the new style called Ryan B.
Cherchit, du dinar à l'euro, tu comprends vite Nos, nos valeurs, nos terres, malgré tout on garde le pays Près du cœur mais loin des yeux Offre en visa de 4 minutes 2004, madame milite avec des principes forgés depuis tout petit La famille, l'enfant du pays, raillé de vie That was Retour aux Sources by Rimka, Khaled and Mohamed Lamine off of Ryan B. Fever. The song's title means Return to the Origins, but the sound points forward. It melds traditional Rai with R&B production and rapping from French-Algerian MC Rimka. Ryan B. Fever was released by French DJ Cor and Scalp in 2004. The album is a product of cultural exchange between the North African community and other groups in France. It features everyone from Magic System, a Zouglou band from Côte d'Ivoire, to Leslie, a French R&B singer of Vietnamese and Polynesian origin, alongside Rai legends like Khaled. Let's hear another Ryan B track from the more recent Urban Rai 2008 compilation. This is Gouli Ali, Franchement, by Sheb Hassan. Il a dit, 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 il a dit
There's a lot going on in this track. There is the trumpet, bandier drums, and gazba flute combination you might recognize from classic rye. But then R&B synth and DJ scratching come into the mix. Well, from France, Ryan B has traveled back to North Africa. The young generation of Ryan B artists has fully embraced the synth-out sound established in France. But their approach has become even more experimental and filled with auto-tune. Here is a new track by Sheb Amin Wahlani called Waii Waii. with Waii Waii. The song has the synths and auto-tuned vocals of today's Ryan B. But Waii Waii also has the rhythm of Gnawa, mystical Sufi music, brought north by slaves from West Africa in the 11th century. Though Gnawa continues to be played during trance ceremonies, the style has long been seeping into more secular music. Gnawa Reggae mixes the music and culture of Jamaica with North African instruments and mysticism. Here's a track from one of the genre's earliest and most popular groups, Gnawa Diffusion. (laughs) 
مازال ما تعشيتش غير خلوني نعيش مالغري مايتين اوريز نوت ريتشا يا للشعبية المظلوط حياتي دومينو باربوط سروالي مظبوط حيت ريحتنا بين الحيوط جرمنا على كاسروطا حتى نفاح البوط ما تكرات في الوطور سكوتي شموطا بيتي شموطا مادون بودون بودون درينكا ويسكي يونكيني فيجيتاريا مالغري موا سموكينا with Babel Wed Kingston. Gnawa Diffusion was formed in Grenoble, France, during Algeria's Décennie Noire. The civil war that lasted for most of the 1990s and into the early 2000s. The band is led by Amazir Kateb, the son of Kateb Yassin, one of Algeria's most famous novelists and playwrights. His name, Amazir, means free man in the Berber language, Damazir. Like his father, Amazir has a strong political message. He attacks Islamists and North African political authorities and embraces a Pan-African ideology. Babelwed Kingston connects the Babelwed neighborhood of Algiers to Jamaica's capital. Musically, the song combines playing on the traditional Gnawa instrument, called the Sintir, with the rhythm of reggae. Like Ryan B, Gnawa Reggae first came together as a movement among North Africans in French banlieues before ricocheting back to Algeria and Morocco. Some fans there call themselves Mrasta or Moroccan Rastas, growing out dreads and using Jamaican patois. The music also connects the political message of Bob Marley to North Africa's own historic and current struggles.
That was Sidi Abdel Karim from Darga. The Casablanca-based band uses a reggae beat to pay tribute to the leader of a revolt against French and Spanish colonizers of the Reef region of Morocco in the 1920s. Next, here's another Gnawa reggae track from Jmawi, Africa, called Ben Bouzian. last song is a reference to Sidi Mohamed Ben Bouzian, the 18th century Sufi marabou or saint who founded the Ziania sect. Connected to the Sufi roots of Gnawa, Jmawi Africa also embrace a pan-African outlook. Their album called Mama features a woman with a face shaped like the African continent on its cover. Another musician making the connection between North Africa and the rest of Africa explicit is Hamid Ushen. Hamid says there's a mixture of styles. There is Kabyle style and an African style at the same time. We are all Africans, Africans from the north with Africans from the south. Ahmed, a Mandol player from the Kabylie region of Algeria, performed recently at Montreal's Nuit d'Afrique Festival with a band made up of musicians with origins throughout the African continent. I had an idea in my head. I said, why not? This is the Nights of Africa Festival. I said, I'll look for Africans. I must do this with Africans. Attention, 
Afropop Worldwide's live recording of Hamed Ushen, performing at Montreal's Club Balatou on July 14, 2014. The performance was part of the annual Nuit d'Afrique Festival, which brings together some of the world's best African and Afro-diasporic musicians for two weeks in Montreal. Here is Hamed describing his own borderless approach to music. En général, j'écoute tout. Hamed says... Tout. In general, I listen to everything, everything. I even listen to music in English. I understand nothing at all, but I listen to it. C'est vrai, Kabyle, c'est un style Kabyle, mais l'intérieur, on mélange avec Latino. It's a Kabyle style, but we mix it with Latin music and jazz as well. I love Kabyle jazz, but it's true that it's in the Kabyle language. Coming up, we'll hear more about Hamed's performance and see how the same traditions that Hamed mixes with other styles have been mixed in a very different manner. Berber metal. Then we'll look at young groups that are reviving Shahabi folk music with some new twists. Go to afropop.org for full-length interviews and to find out more about the artists we're featuring in this program. And subscribe to our new Improved Podcast. I'm Georges Collinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Mm-hmm. 
While Ahmed Houchen mixes many influences and styles in his music, he remains true to the tradition of Kabylie, the Algerian region, with the largest Berber or Amazir population, the native people of North Africa. As we've noted on our earlier Berber Rising programs, Berbers speak an entirely different language from Arabic and have their own unique culture. Ahmed again with Avava Inuva. The song was written by veteran Algerian troubadour Idir in 1976 and became an international hit, introducing many across the world to Kabyle music. Donc, Idir est un, un chanteur Kabyle. Ahmed says Idir is a Kabyle singer. Where we're from, he's a star. Avava Inuva has been translated in five languages. On YouTube, I found Avava Inuva in Hindi, in African languages, and in French. Well, you've heard how Hamed Ushen covered Idir's Avava Inuva. I tell you, Idir is a legend. A guy whose music has already stood the test of time. Now, let's hear a different approach to music composed by that same artist. Here is the group Andaz Uzal with their own version of another dear classic, Le Mout. Mm-hmm. 
Andaz Uzal are a Berber metal band that formed in Choisy-le-Roi, a Parisian banlieue. As with Ryan B. and Gnawa Reggae, the banlieues have brought forth yet more innovative music with roots in North African tradition. Andaz Uzal mixes Berber folk music with metal, along with traditional music of Ireland and Scandinavia. Berber metal, like Gnawa Reggae, began during a particularly chaotic period in Algeria, the decade-long civil war known as La Décennie Noire. Here is Litam, one of the earliest metal bands in North Africa.
genre by Litan. Litan, a death metal band with Arab and Berber folk influences, was formed by members of North Africa's first metal band, Neanderthalia. Lela Hell, who continues to be one of the leading figures in North African metal, played in both groups. El Jamra was released in 1999 in the midst of the Algerian civil conflict. The atmosphere of war seeps into the music video for El Jamra, as the sound of gunshots introduced the song. Barbaros, the original Berber black metal band, also formed during the Décennie Noire. Barbaros was formed in Kabylie in 1998. Their music combines Scandinavian black metal with Berber mythology. Now that's what I call fusion. Like other Berber metal groups, the band uses Tifinar, the ancient Berber script, to spell out the album title, Amalunzig, on its cover. From Algeria, Berber metal has spread throughout the rest of North Africa. In Tunisia, Ayur have created a particularly raw black metal sound. Ayur, the Queen of Aures. Group's name, Ayur, is the Berber moon god, and the name of the song is a reference to Kaina, the Berber priestess and queen who led a resistance against the Arab conquest of the 7th century from the Aures mountains of Algeria and Tunisia. A new one-man project, Aisuragua, has brought Berber metal to Tenerife in the Canary Islands.
That was ambient black metal from Tenerife by Aisuragua. The song is called A Mirror Reflecting the Silence. Like Barbaros, Aisuragua also used Tifina on their album cover. Now that we've spun off about as far as we could from Ahmed Houchen's performance, let's return to the instrument he performed with, the mandol. The instrument is often found in Kabyle music, but it was also the instrument of choice for El Hajj Mohamed Elanka, the man responsible for popularizing Shabi in the 1920s. Shabi, which comes from the word Shab, or the people, is North African folk music with roots in Berber traditions and Andalusian classical music. In the 60s and 70s, Shabi became more pop-oriented and many musicians abandoned the mandol for Western instruments. Today, Jamawi Africa is bringing Shabi mandol playing back. Here is Ashish Epois, off of their new album, Avancer l'arrière. Mami fil babor, oula visa tu pehli le passeport. Running over fil papish, t'arfoni Algeria ou Marrakech. Bet blaine ou t'xrbish, n'kdeb ou n'hab fish mat fiqlish. Les combats mai t'ablonish, généralement c'est des filles de riches. Ou d'ailleurs ma fournier, zawali à fenish. Hia aisha fish, ou n'acha ya hshish ou fashish. You heard Jamawi Africa earlier on the show when we played the Gnawa reggae track Ben Bouzian. On their new record, Avancer l'arrière, they have expanded their sound to include Shabi, making them part of a movement of groups that are reviving the genre mixing it with other styles. Here's another of those bands, Elde, with Rar and Cine.
حتى الناس قالوا راه مسحور طيحت من قيمتي وليت مقهور باغي نركب في ذاك البابور وعلى عوام نولي ونزور اي نروح نتغرب ونبقى مستور خدمة مرمات نولي مضرور ما تغركش الدنيا مازال هالدور شعرها طيحات من المغرور غير نسنا غير نسنا غير نسنا This track melds Shabi with what some see as a cousin across the Mediterranean, flamenco, the Spanish style that also has origins in the medieval music of Al-Andalus. For yet another approach to Shabi, here is Freak Lane. Thank you. 
un épisode de ma vie, ma vie, ma vie, ma vie. Ceci est un épisode de Jeune Aucun sou dans ma poche, dans ma vie, ma vie, ma vie. That was El Madani from the shabby group called Freak Lane, off of their debut album, La La Mira. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your station. Additional funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from Womex, the showcase, seminar, and marketplace for world and roots music in Budapest, October 21st to the 25th, More info at Womex.com. To close out the show, here's Amark Fusion with Iwird Akan Adar. <laughs> that rebab. A Mark Fusion mixing reggae with Ruayes, the music of Berber troubadours from the Sous region of Morocco. Thanks to Hamed Ouchen, Lela Hel, Christophe Hancox, Karim Meskia, Hisham Aidi, and Jace Clayton for their help with this program. Visit afropop.org for interviews and in-depth profiles of the artists on the show. And don't forget to subscribe to our new Afropop podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Jesse Brandt. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Daniel Linus and Stephanie LeBeau. This program was mixed at Studio 44 in Brooklyn by Mike Jones. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richman, and I'm Georges Collinet. <laughs>